Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. This week we begin a brand new off-season arc, Ashen Mask and the Dream Eaters of the Hidden City. We are joined this week by our new castmate, John, from the System Mastery Podcast. If you've never listened to it, you definitely should take a look. He and his pal Jeff review old role-playing games, and it's a heck of a good time. You can also find me game mastering for them in their Gamma Crawl X episodes if you're interested in that. Speaking of other places you can find me, I'm doing a stint right now on the One Shot podcast playing Ryutama with Rob Stith and Megan Dornbrock. You can find Rob's stuff at the Orpheus Protocol and on the upcoming podcast that he's doing with me, River Do's and River Don'ts, where we review episodes of the CW show Riverdale. And you can find Meg's work on the Modifier podcast, as well as the upcoming podcast Tales from Thetis, on which you can also find me performing various and sundry roles. So I highly encourage you to check all of that out. We're super happy to have John along with us now as we're getting started, and he will be playing the Nightcast Ashen Mask. He's already contributing so much to the show, and I'm very happy to share it with you. That being said, I wanted to give a quick shout-out to a new five-star iTunes review. You'll have to forgive my editorializing here, but thank you, Lil Snowman, for your five-star review. Before we finally get started, our theme for this arc is Pirate Libertaries by Komiku. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals walked the earth together, Ashen Mask was a salty dog who traveled from city to city, swindling others out of their things. Meanwhile, Magenta Rain and Aziza the Great served on the skyship of one Captain Eve, running strange errands for a man with three arms. As their tails would come together, what would it make of them? Who would they become? Just what hijinks were awaiting them? We open at midday with sweeping shots over the glorious city Chom, the jewel of the archipelago of cumulus waves. This is a city resting upon an enormous piece of earth floating curiously in the air. The architecture here gleams. Most of it is blue and white, reflecting the noonday sun brilliantly. And we cut from these wide sweeping shots into narrower, tighter shots under wrappings and shades down alleys and in rickety constructions. And we pull into a figure in the middle of a deal gone sideways. John, why don't you describe to me Ashen Mask and what exactly is going wrong right now? Ashen Mask is a man in his early 30s. He looks a little pale, hence generally his name. He dresses very warm for he is in the north and has lived there for most of his life. So uh, fur-lined outfits, but generally sticks to dark colors, navy blues, dark grays, things like that. And he has uh, very close-cropped hair and a stern expression for most of the time. And right now, he is attempting to seem as ingratiating as possible because he wants to make sure that these gentlemen that he has probably just screwed out of a lot of money don't take it out on him in the alley back here with you are three people two enormous hulking people clearly here to intimidate you and the person you had presumed to be your mark 
And the mark actually has taken a small knife out of their belt and is pointing it at you. Hey, man, what do you think you're doing? Uh, hey, uh, no, no uh, hard feelings or anything there, man. We're we're all good here. Everyone's a friend here. Nah, man, I lost a lot of money on this deal. We ain't good. We ain't good at all. Look, you know that I'm good, good for this. You, I don't screw people without <laughs> uh, d- undoing it. I got a cousin who lives in Lukshai, and that Genta you said you were funneling that money to does not exist. Well, uh, you can't trust anything out of Lukshai. You know how they are down there. Nah, man. I know how they are down there, but I know how you are up here. I am a soul that is trustworthy. Look me in the face and tell me that this isn't the face of a guy that you should do business with. Man, I tried doing business with that face. Now I'm short. I think you were short before this, actually. Now you insult my height? They're very, very self-conscious about that. Ah, well, I tell you what, I just remembered. I, I have everything for you. He starts backing up slowly. I'm just gonna go get it. I'll meet you guys back here in an hour. Nah, man. You stay where I can see you. Keeps backing up, just slowly backing up. And it's it's good. I got I got it. I got your stuff. I got your stuff. Hey, I got stuff for you. <laughs> he just points at everyone. At which point your distance is getting a little bit too wide, so they start to rush you. They are barreling down this alley directly after you. Son of a bitch! <laughs> and he breaks into a run. Get back here, you ashen-faced loser! Alrighty, so I'm gonna call here for a dexterity plus athletics roll. Ooh. Alright, we got four on it. Alrighty, now they are gonna roll collectively for them five of dice the fiveiest dice holy shit they got six (laughs) (laughs) so you are turning to run out of the alley and as you are about to reach the end and break for a crowd suddenly several long shadows fall over you as you discover that they had a couple of extra men like holding down the end of the alley as you bump into them (laughs) and With the collision, we follow the shot of you falling and the wood of the structures around you as we pan up into an airship on the dock. So, Josette and Chanel, why don't you introduce your characters and tell me where they are on the ship right now in the middle of a period of some downtime. Okay, um, so I am playing Magenta Rain, and Magenta Rain is named so after her hair, which is a very vibrant magenta color. There are some light red highlights in it that just kind of make it look more vibrant, and her hair is pulled back into a tight ponytail. Um, She is a little on the thin side, but it's an athletic build. She looks like a runner. She has a sharp face and hazel-colored almond eyes. And at this point, she is actually pacing the deck and going over their plans for the next trip out. And uh, just a note for her is that she has three swallows tattooed on her left bicep. 
Aziza the Great uh, is my character's name, and it's he is named this because his parents thought that he would become great and powerful and uh, just this all-wise, knowing, kind of James Bondy type person. But now he is serving on the ship as their cleanup, as sometimes he helps cook. Um, mostly he's there, he's drunk um, just a little bit or just... No one really knows because they've never seen him drink, but that's just how he talks. And he's kind of on the ship just because he's been there for so long. It feels weird to just ask him to leave, but he does help out a little bit. Uh, he's very dark. But he has a full mustache, very long sideburns, and he wears um, a sea hat. Even though they are flying in the sky, he still holds on to some sea-like tropes just because he likes being on the ship. He's very witty, and most people don't take him seriously, even though there is importance to the things he says. All right. So you are collectively approached as someone enters the cabin. This is one of the shipmates, a runner, and someone who often keeps watch. This is Two Imperfect Wishes. As he slams into the room, he points broadly at everyone and says, Aye, we got a new job. It's time for us to get debriefed. Gotta go out and meet with Captain. All right, I'll be right out. What you want, everybody? Yeah, it's a debriefing. That's how they usually go. Okay. All hands on deck and all that. Yeah, my hands too. So we cut to a broad group shot of the collected crew as your Captain Eve stands before you. A middle-aged man with a number of scars crossing his face and arms. He has a scroll case in his hand. And looks smug and self-assured. So, I'm going to break this down to you simple. We got a new job from our mysterious benefactor, Ray. This one's a little bit more high stakes than our previous takes. Wants us to track down some statue. Tiny thing. But apparently it's very well hidden. A statue of the greater elemental dragon of air. Last he heard, it was in the keeping of the Rakshasa of the archipelago. So we're going to have to sail into uncharted waters to find that thing. Apparently, they keep it at the heart of their hidden city. I'm sure you've all heard tale of this. Not a man has been found coming out who went in search of it. We're going to have to prove them wrong. Anyone who's not up to the task can leave the ship now. And he waits a beat, and no one stands to depart. This is pressing, and it's going to pay well. So, I reckon we set sail as soon as possible. Are there any questions from the crew? What do you guys want for dinner? You know that we have a regular dinner meeting. There's a time and a place to ask these questions, and that's not... This is a specific mission briefing. I, mission briefings are not the place to ask dinner questions. Those are dinner briefings. I thought that just because everybody was here that it would be nice... After if, we call this meeting, after right. we put the end on this meeting, we can immediately start the dinner meeting, okay. since we have all hands available immediately. I'm sorry. But, Captain, if we were to call the meeting, people might start heading off. You didn't say we would be having the dinner briefing after we had this debriefing. Well, what I would do is I, I finish it, and then I immediately say, dinner briefing now before anyone can scamper off. And anyone who doesn't show up to the dinner briefing can't complain if they don't like what gets served for dinner. All okay. right. This is not the time and the place to ask dinner-related questions. If you have any mission-related questions, you can ask those now. All right, all right, don't get your robes up in a bunch. We're just being clear is all. There's talents of jade on the line here. 
Oh, Captain, don't you know half of us ain't it for the riches. We're in it for the thrill. I'm in it for the riches. Shut up, Fred. Ain't no one talking about you. All right, I also want something savory for dinner. I could go for savory. Not the time. So, are there any serious mission-related questions from the crew before we call this meeting no. and then commence the dinner meeting? Commence the dinner meeting. Wait, wait, wait. About how much supplies do we need to go get? Do we have enough already? I wasn't planning on going out there. I was just planning for a routine trip. We were planning on heading to the other side of the archipelago, so we're pretty well stocked. Yeah, yeah. But there's wild territory out there, Captain. You can never be stocked enough for that. Exactly. That's why there's no point in trying. <laughs> All right. And Magenta Rain shakes her head. Okay. Last call for questions. Three. Two. Is that what, what you're wearing out there? This is what I wear every day. If you're going to start getting catty about my fashion, it's the wrong time. <laughs> I'm just saying. I picked you out some nice clothes. Ray like said I looked very smart in this jacket. Yeah, well, Ray is just all about flattery. I bet you told him he looks really smart with that dorky third arm of his. Well, if you're going to call attention to it, you don't want to be belittling. I'm just saying he really should have gone for the fourth one. A man doesn't choose how many arms he's born with. Maybe. We're getting off track again. Fine, fine, fine. Meeting adjourned. And Magenta You can't claps. do that. <laughs> Magenta claps twice over the captain, which signals to the crew that the meeting is adjourned, whether Eve wants it to be or not. It's a mutiny, I tell you. Ain't no one here got respect for an old captain. Anyway, dinner meeting called into session. All right, so I heard one, two accounts for savory. What else? I think savory's a good one. I have been craving lately, um, uh, lamb. We have not had lamb in a long time. I can and do that. it is a, a soft and tender meat that makes me think of home. All right, uh, some savory lamb. Is that good for everyone? You can shut your freaking mouth, soliloquy unsolicited. <laughs> I am sorry if I just like to explain why I would like to eat the foods that I am recommending. I thought that the dinner meeting was a safe space and an open forum for us to discuss our meals. Soliloquy, are you being bullied? I think that I am being bullied, yes. Young man, come over here. We have a strict no-bullying policy during the dinner debriefings. <sighs> I'm already hungry, and I'm crabby. I have low blood sugar. People know that I get irritable. That doesn't make an excuse. Okay, you know what? It's not an excuse. I will submit to my punishment. Now, as your punishment, you will have to help me se season <laughs> the, the broth and season the lamb. Oh, okay, I can do that. I was worried I was going to get put on an oatmeal diet again. Yep. And that too. No, 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 oh, no. The oatmeal, the oatmeal diet was bad for everyone last time. No, it's just him. No, 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 no. Him being on the oatmeal diet was bad for everyone. He needs his time. fibers. It doesn't sit well with my tum tum. We know this. Can we have potatoes? I like potatoes. Yep. Potatoes and lamb. Meeting adjourned. Yay. <laughs> so we now have a rapid series of quick cuts to. Knives, chopping potatoes, lamb being grilled on skillets, as well as masts being hoisted and sails being unfurled. Anchor coming up as the ship begins to lurch off of the dock. We see the back end of the ship and slowly pan up to the dock, where being chased by a good two dozen people now, 
Ashen Mask is barreling down the dock. Okay, okay, I got this. I got this. Guys, guys, guys! He gets to the edge of the dock and sees the airship taking off. Looks up and goes, look, I have... I have a solution. He then uses Monkey Leap and flies directly up into the air, grabbing onto one of the loose hanging ropes coming down off of the ship. It's that I leave! Bye! Get back here! That was all my grandma's savings. She's gonna die broke and destitute. I'm sorry about that! (laughs) And uh, about half of them just straight up give you the finger at this point. (laughs) (laughs) The little person with the knife throws it against the dock and it (laughs) right into the wood. But yeah, you are hanging from this piece of rope uh, attached to the ship and you can smell the rich sense of this lamb and potato based meal wafting through the air. It's very buttery and garlicky and you can smell those hints of onion pouring through. Oh, I need that. Papa Ziza does it right. Uh, so, climbing up the rope, Ashen Mask makes his way to a, uh, one of the storage areas of the ship, and, you know, he understands the rules for stowing away, which is try not to be found for as long as you can. Mm -hmm. So, uh, he is going to just hunker down, and hopefully, as soon as food gets, uh, prepared and given out, he's gonna try and sneak his way into that kitchen. Alrighty. I hope you have stale. So yeah, I'm, I'm a night cast. Um, I'm gonna call for the hire of dexterity or intelligence and stealth, and then uh, I would also like each of the shipmates now to roll contested with this perception plus awareness. I get seven dice for my roll. BT dubs. Cool. It's gonna be great when Chanel, who rolls five, scores twice as many successes as me, who rolls seven. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I have an idea for how I would like for this to play out, and I want to see if you all agree. Okay. So, you have stowed away. You're obviously a very competent person. You've been stowing away and sneaking around for a long time. I think that your time for being caught comes when you go to collect food. Yeah. And it's essentially, you're reaching out to grab a piece of that meat the second that Aziza is reaching out to grab a piece of that meat, and you wind up in, like, a light meat-based tug-of-war. I like that. Yeah, I enjoy a good meat-based tug-of-war. And then I... So yeah, if you guys want to role-play this out a little bit... Yeah, I'm game. Oh! Looks like a really good last piece of meat there. I'm just gonna... Oh! Sorry there, uh, hey, don't think I've ever seen you before. I'm new. Uh, excuse me, excuse me, um. I just, no, I, no, I haven't gotten, I, no, I, I know, I to... no, but I, you see, I cooked this. What in the world could that be? What? Yoink. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to let you have that because that was really interesting what you showed me over there in that corner you pointed to i never seen a bird that looks like that i know right wow i didn't even realize they flew this north all right all right all right uh it doesn't distract the fact that uh i've never seen your face before i got one of those faces it's no. uh it's it's like the opposite of when you think you you know someone it's one of those faces where you never seem to really remember them not quite uh i do know every single person on this ship and that is because i've been on this ship for 40 years. That's a long time. I am old. <laughs> so, 
I'm going to ask now that Chanel make a read intentions roll, which mm-hmm. would be perception plus socialize. Okay. Versus John's probably ridiculously high guile score. Yeah. It's five. It's five. Oh. oh. So you got it. Dang. What are your intentions here, buckaroo? I'm real hungry. <laughs> I think that you're able to determine in as much as you suspect that he's not a member of this crew. And it's not just that he has a vague, generic face. <laughs> he doesn't belong here. Now, look here, Sonny. I know you're not from around here. And, uh, yeah, go ahead and eat. You look like you're starving. I just want to know. What are your intentions on this ship? You know what we're doing out here? I haven't the foggiest, but you know, I bet I would be a big help. I'm sure you would, but we want to know because we need the right people on this team. I'm not the captain here, but uh, I'm just the, you know, the cook. Yeah, but you've been here... 40 years! 40 years. You have to have a great sense about these things. You know, I bet you know better than the captain who belongs on this ship and who doesn't. You're trying to swindle me with mind games, and I don't like it. Now, (laughs) I do know as much as the captain, but I will tell you this. You would be a great asset. I'm going to make a... (laughs) (laughs) Now, I'm going to tell the captain about your presence. Whether he wants to keep you on here or not, that's his choice. But I'll tell you this. It's a it's a pretty heavy duty mini job. I Can't, wouldn't are you up have to it? any other way. I am always up to a thick meaty job. All right, help yourself to to some potatoes. I'll oh, be back. Yes. So uh, Aziza jogs up the stairs from the lower deck and uh, is in search for the captain with his plate in hand for the captain because obviously he does not eat with everybody else. Yeah. So Eve is in his quarters when you arrive. He opens the door a little bit and basically just, like, sticks his hand out, expecting to have a plate put in his hand. That's usually how he does this. Yep, thank you. Uh, Captain, I do have a... Oh, you're gonna talk to me, all right? Uh, yes. If you could halt eating, so that way I'm not talking during your dinner. Um, seems that we have, uh, but a stowaway. I know this is our first day and not even an hour into our journey, but, uh, he's got wit. He's got charm. He looks like he's hungry and uh, seems like he could use a use a place on our team for this journey. All right. You know what? Come in here. Come, yep. in, come into my okay. quarters Thank because you. we need to have a conversation. Okay. Almost any other day, I'd say this man might be an asset. My first instinct is follow the code and just kick him right off. Just throw him off the side. Yeah. Second instinct is, hey, maybe we could use this person. However, today. So the first and third are the same? More or less, yeah. Today, you saw how that meeting went. I was trying I was trying very hard to make that thing go smooth. No one would listen. Everyone seems to have forgotten basic ship protocols. And by the end of it, my own meeting had been mutinied. Someone with a lot of wit and a lot of charm is a mutiny waiting to happen. Uh, If it's anything, I would would do anything for you, Captain. Uh, I just uh, believe that we could use someone like this on a journey that we have not come across before. I appreciate that you do anything for me. But in case of a mutiny, I do want you to know that you're functionally useless. Yes, I you're do know that. No, well I know. past your prime. No, I know. My only thing I get you're, to use is you're the, the cleanup crew. I am. Is what you are. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yep. You're the but don't dirt you of the forget earth. it? Yeah. No, I won't. I didn't. That's why I'm telling you that right now. Yep. I didn't forget it. I'm just. I also want you to know that I've also been on this ship before you were even born, Sonny. I know you were part of the deal. Yep. 
I bought this ship and I'm you, part said, of you ship. have to take the swabby. I'm part of the ship. Yeah. You you know its cracks and its crevices and its creaks even better than I do, and I appreciate that about you. Yeah. But so I you don't me. think you can hold yourself in a fight anymore. Mm. You're a crumbling pile of bones. Skin and bones. Oh, My you, skin's really nice, at least. It looks like you've been moisturizing. I appreciate that. You know what? Bring this stowaway to me. Okay. I'm going to get magenta rain, and we're going to have a conversation. We're going to see how this thing goes, okay? Thank you, Captain. I'll, I'll take you under advisement. You've put in a lot of good work, and if it's the last thing you ever get, I might as well give you this request. Thank you, Captain. Uh, and then uh, Aziza pulls a roll out of his pocket and adds it to his Captain Eve's tray, and he goes, This was actually... Just as long as you said yes, I would give you a bonus roll. So. Oh yeah. Thank Love you. Love it. Thank you. And then he trots back down to the to the galley. You are summoned. Magenta Rain is summoned, and Aziza goes to retrieve Ashen Mask. Does Ashen Mask acquiesce to this? Uh, while Aziza was gone, Ashen Mask threw up some uh, Harmonious Presence meditation. Good. And actually went out and started talking to the crew and hanging out with them. Started playing some dice. Not for, you know, money or anything. You know, like the uh, exalted equivalent of playing for matchsticks. Uh-huh. Which, I know, probably matchsticks or something. Yeah. <laughs> but I I went ahead and, and rolled that up and got uh, six successes on that for my, my presence roll. <laughs> Just hanging out with people. Alrighty. So... Give me a quick description of the crewmate that you're presently playing dice with as Aziza comes to collect you. So it is one of the burlier gentlemen on the ship, but right away, Ashen Mask has identified that really he's a big teddy bear. And so while he may be a giant man with many piercings and tattoos and super menacing looking he is just the sweetest guy ever and so he's been taking it very easy on the uh the gambling and letting him win a few hands and not not rolling him too bad oh you keep letting me win like this i'm gonna have a, enough matches to make myself a little house <laughs> <laughs> oh that would be great i bet if you had a little match house then you could actually sell that for more than the individual matches were worth oh man i probably could i've always wanted to get into handicrafts i've just never really had the time well, i mean you're on a boat what do you what are you doing around here? You there, here? stowaway boy! Oh, oh. Hold on just a second. I gotta take it. Yeah, no, it's good. It. It's good. I know how it okay. goes. And he's like whistling and waving, almost like Aziza sees a friend at a lunch court that he's trying to wave down so they can sit together, but he's just uh, looking for his new friend and familiar face. <laughs> hey, stowaway boy! I got you a meeting with the captain. Aww. He's gonna talk about you staying on the ship or throwing you out, so you best be on your best behavior. I've put my neck out for you. I've been on the ship for 40 years. And never once have I done this before. Ashen Mask nudges the person he's been gambling with. 40 years? Really? Yeah, yeah. He likes to bring that up a lot. Huh. Um, he's, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah, you know, so far, I, I feel like this has been a good crew. Is the captain, yeah, I, captain a good guy? Captain's a good guy, but he doesn't like to be kept waiting. A little salty, but but a good guy. Well, you know, you gotta you gotta be a little salty to you make gotta, it as yeah. a captain these days. You know how it yeah, is. Yeah, you no, know. I, I, I'm feeling the chemistry. I think you're gonna fit in here. Oh, great. <clears throat> All right. Well, I gotta go. Uh, you let everyone know. I'll see him later. All right. Awesome. So Ashen Mask will follow Aziza to uh, the the captain's quarters. Captain's quarters. All right. Perfect. And before we start that scene, I am going to ask Josette and Chanel collectively, on a recent job, you guys screwed 
a group of people over or a powerful individual with ties to another group. Who was it and what did you do to them? So we screwed over one of the guys from the Tepet household. And what happened is he needed us to transfer a very valuable painting of one of his like family's way back ancestors who was supposed to be a phenomenal dragon-blooded fighter. And what happened is while transporting this beautiful portrait, it got punctured. And uh, we tried to smooth it over, but instead what happened is we smeared the paint. And so by the time we got the portrait to where we were supposed to bring it, it looked like the portrait of his relative had like a melon-sized nose because we kept on like trying to fix it and trying to fix it. And then one of our crewmates just tried to like touch up the paint and paint over and... uh yeah, giant conker. It's like Dumbledore's nose, except huge, because it looks like it's been broken in one place where the puncture went through. Oh, so Owen Wilson plays Dumbledore. <laughs> wow, yeah. you're a wizard. Wow. <laughs> wow. Perfect. Uh, sure do love it when you lay me up. Extra spicy conflict. <laughs> <laughs> so knowing that, we cut to the inside of the captain's quarters. And I'll actually give it a little bit of a description right now. There's several warm reddish yellow lanterns that hang about the quarters in what is actually generally a quite lightly colored room there's a lot of whites and light blues there are several sky maps that are pinned up to the walls and several stone carvings like rough hewn tiny statues that he likes to carve in his off time he actually has a chisel and a small hammer sitting at his desk right now and he is fiddling with a ring that he has taken off of his finger and is spinning it around when the lot of you arrive all right so magenta rain turns out there's been something of a sneaker honor the stowaway is the word i believe in technical terms yes captain that'd be what it's called yeah so this sneaker honor stowaway uh, magenta rain kind of rolls her hazel eyes a little bit well aziza found him in the kitchen and aziza doing a good job like he does faithfully came to me and reported this this person here who I pray you don't recognize. Oh, Captain, you don't recognize him? Golly, Captain, you I can't you tell must... if you're being sarcastic or if you're being serious right now. <laughs> when Terrain starts to kind of crack a little smile despite herself, and she looks over at Asher Mask and, like, lightly touches his face. Captain, I can't believe you don't recognize your own cousin. You are going senile in your old age. You know what? <laughs> the way that you've been pulling stuff on me today, I'm not appreciating this. Oh, Captain, you got to so rein it in touchy. sometimes. Look, Magenta Rain, was it? He's the captain. You've you've got to show due respect. Now, some banter, always good. Everyone likes a little banter. But when the captain brings up an important issue, like a stowaway, you know, you you got to take it a little seriously. Yeah, this guy knows what he's talking about. Wait, who are you? <laughs> Magenta Rain cracks a smile, and she can't not smile now. And so she kind of lightly covers her mouth with her hand, to stifle that. Hi, it is a pleasure to meet you. I'm Ashen Mask. All right, nice to meet you. I'm Eve. Oh, great, great. Uh, I I was actually, uh, I've already met, of course, Aziza. Yeah. Uh, 40 years. 40, 40 years. years, yeah. Damn. Came with the ship. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, I met a couple of the crew. It's, I mean, it really seems like you've got quite the ship and crew here. I mean, of all of the places I could have uh, stowed away on, this definitely seems like the nicest one I've been on. Thank you. We take piracy seriously, and it's paying its dividends. Hey, it shows. So tell me a little bit about yourself. 
you know, what's your sort of background? Do you have any experience with this sort of thing? Oh, well, uh, I am a career procurer of items. Wink. He actually says wink. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, great at finding, getting, having other people buy items. All of that very good. Uh, I've I've definitely had a, a long experience with, you know... A lot of the the sir, you're saying a lot of shit. That just get to the point, boy. He's saying he's charming, is what he's saying. Aww, and he like <laughs> reaches out and pats Magenta Rain. Thank you, boy. Cut I can to throw the chase you <laughs> off this ship. Well, I think that's up to the captain, really. That is what this meeting is about at its heart and soul. Okay, so you got some experience. Um. And I mean, I could physically throw you off this ship. This question, I always feel awkward asking it because it's a question that I, as your interviewer, need to ask. But I never feel like I can expect a person to answer this question completely honestly or in good faith. Have you ever been involved in any sort of mutinies or overturning of the power structures of other organizations in which you've been a part? Oh, goodness, no. I mean, unless you want to call mutiny as going against some of the local authority, you know, I (laughs) I definitely have done my fair share of mutiny against the man. We sure do like to thumb our nose at them. Yes, sir. (laughs) Well, we have fun here. (laughs) And at that, actually, you hear several loud thunks from outside, and the boat shakes. Oh, that that does not sound good. My soap! And then uh, Aziza runs out. I forgot to put the lid on! And then he runs downstairs to the galley and leaves the three of you to deal okay. with the rest. You have to run across the deck to get to the galley. Uh-oh. So you open the door, and there are several enormous grappling hooks that have been set into the side of the ship, which appears to have surfaced from out of the fog as you see running up these things. You can't see what vessel they are attached to, but several people with a symbol emblazoned on masks that they are wearing. That is a triangle composed of three discrete lines inside of a circle. This is the House Tepetmon as several people are charging up and boarding your ship. I tried to tell you you should have had me fix that painting instead of Charlie, and now look at what we're in. Wait a minute. The the messed up painting deal? Wow, I heard about that. <laughs> Man, you guys messed up. Really? What part was the mess up? When the picture got punctured through, when someone tried to patch it up with pumpkin for the skin tone. Now's not the time to start questioning where things went wrong, because things are continuing to spiral out of control. Where the point of failure was doesn't matter. Maybe there were several of them. Are we all going to claim responsibility? Are we all going to walk the plank? I don't think so. Well, you know, when you point fingers, there's three more pointing back at you. That's true. Nah, the problem was one of us said not to deal with them. Come on, Captain. So are you stepping out onto the deck or what? Yeah, yeah. I'm about to undo these hooks. Alrighty. So if everyone could give me a join battle roll, that'd be awesome. Two successes. At least you start with five. Six total. As in six initiative. Uh, ten. Well, the battle group of the Tepets got zero successes, so they're starting with three. (laughs) And that is six for the leader of the Tepets. Tepet Parikshit. So... 
Now that we've rolled joint combat for everyone, I want to set the scene. There are a handful, probably about 10, of these masked tepid soldiers who have boarded the ship and behind them wearing a fancier coat and instead only obscuring the bottom portion of their face with some cloth pulled over it is the man who had commissioned your painting job, Tepet Parikshit. He has wild hair that is white, combed back in thick curls. He himself is not actually exalted. He is a mortal who greatly respects and admires his exalted lineage and is commanding these people to retaliate. He arrives, pulls two hatchets from his side, which are bronze which has been tinted blue and white to look as though it were made of white jade and the soldiers that he has brought with him are armed with a variety of short sword spears and the like as they are lightly stepping onto the deck we start the top of the initiative order with ashen mask at 10 and with Swarm Culling Instinct, if I win join battle, I get to attack dexterity number of opponents reflexively. Cool. So, I don't know who is within my range band, but... Everyone. Sweet. I'm going to riggedy wreck them. <laughs> I got four dexterity, so I can go yep. up to four so people. It is a battle group and an individual, so... All right. Well, one each. So, pulling from underneath the back of his shirt... Uh, Ashen Mask gets what looks like a large golden circle, and as he grabs it and begins to throw it forward, it appears to light up and actually glow as it flies out of his hand, and it spins into the battle group and then ricochets off of the people there, flying into the one leader and then flies back directly into his hand. Perfect. So I will call that a two-dot stunt. So take a success and two extra dice. So for the battle group, we have eight successes. Six rollovers. They have six soak, so you just negate their soak. Cool. All right. And damage on there, uh, five because it's withering. Perfect. So the chalk room bowls through several of the people in the process of boarding the ship and are knocked unsteady it's your choice as to whether or not they are cleared directly and fly off the ship or if they fall and are dangling now from the ropes oh they're off the ship all right so they're dead so oh yeah and then for the tepid attack three successes which probably not gonna work yeah he manages as the chakram is coming in to cross his hatchets and sort of fling it back in your direction so that he remains unharmed. Now, he and Magenta Rain are acting at the same time. And, John, your initiative goes up to 11. Yeah. Uh, Aziza goes, that's what I'm talking about! It's a good thing we have him on the ship. Are any of the guys still coming over on ropes, or did they all already jump onto the ship? Ashen Mask just managed to sort of clear off the final people who are coming onto the ropes. Okay. So Magenta Rain is going to whip out her twin hook swords and she actually holds them with the hooks facing down towards her feet by the handles. And you'll notice that the guard on them actually has two points that go up facing upward at this angle of the blades proper facing down. And she's actually going to run along the side of the ship 
catching people who are not properly on the deck and are over by the edge of the ship to hook their foot up and then knock them off of the ship with her shoulder. So it sounds like you're attacking the battle group. Yep. Cool. I'll call that a two dots done as well. Eight. All right. Because of onslaught penalties, that brings you to six (laughs) rollovers. So you obviate their soak, so roll your damage. I have 12 dice to roll for this damage. Six. So that is enough to clear their magnitude track. They are now going to roll to see if they route. That's one success. So you knock the vast majority of the people over the edge of the ship. There's two people left that are not Tepid Parikshit, and one of them immediately drops his weapons and, like, falls to the ground, and the other one gives a steely-eyed stare in your direction as now Tepid Parikshit is going to act. He lifts his hatchets and, lightly dragging one against the ground, begins to build up momentum, swinging in a sort of diagonal circle. He is swinging all around his body, spinning, and then catching the deck each time he makes a full loop as he bears in toward Ashen Mask and tries to cleave, just reel into him. While he's doing this to the deck, uh, Magenta Rain is going to shout, What are you doing to the deck? Aziza's the one who's got to clean it up. That doesn't mean that I want it all roughed up. It's a lot. And what's your defense value? My evasion is baseline four. That is seven dice, which means three rollovers. What is your soak value? So So three plus your stamina, five. So that means eight damage dice he is rolling. So that is four damage as he manages to get into your space and you are just narrowly dodging several of these hatchet blows so he is almost hitting you over and over again and you are just managing to lightly dodge and weave out of the way as he gets real up in your zone so he now adds five to his initiative bringing him up to 11 matched with ashen mask and it is aziza's turn Aziza quickly scans the crowd to see who's the smallest. He's not He's not going to joke around to see if he's going to take anyone on. There's and only one other guy on the ship now. Really? Is yep. it just the... Yeah, it's it's Parikshit and the one soldier who's staying to fight, who's right. putting on a tough look, but is also clearly shaking in his boots. <laughs> All right. As old as Aziza is, he moves very quietly. Uh, he's been known to get a lot of work done around the ship while everyone's asleep because he is so quiet. So he kind of uh, does a lot of dancing around the ship and manages to end up behind the uh, the other soldier and does a quick but powerful whack to the back of the knees and the back of the head to kind of bring him down and knock him unconscious. Uh, so then he could throw him overboard or see if they... If, Anything else needs to be done, but he does go for that guy. Alrighty, so that's a two-dot stunt as well, so get an extra success and two more dice. Three successes. <laughs> Guess what? They had an onslaught penalty, bringing their defense down to one, so that's two rollovers. <laughs> so take your base damage and subtract three, because he's down to only five soak, because he's no longer in a battle group. Six successes. So yeah, you sweep under his leg and then bash him in the head, promptly knocking him right the hell out. He kind of just puts his broom in the air like a 
like in Star Wars, the, the Tuscan, Tuscan Raiders. Raider. Ah. And then... <laughs> but he doesn't do that, obviously. He just, like, kind of shakes it in the air. He's a gaffy broom. Yeah. <laughs> and as he goes down, you can see recognition in Parikshit's eyes that the situation has become dire. And he strikes together his hatchets, sparking them, and then holds out his hatchet to Ashen Mask's neck, trying to take what leverage he can in this situation and hold you as a hostage. And he says, if anyone tries to make a move against me, this one's a gunner. Now, won't you join us for lunch at Madame Faye's? It's pretty nice to be eating lunch with you here. Grounded. Lovely city this is. I don't know, Captain. It's always weird to me when something isn't rocking. I can't fault you for that. We spend a lot of days out on the seas. The seas of the clouds, that is. I know We're sky pirates. That's right, everyone. We're sky pirates. Captain, don't go announcing it. Oh, come on. It's not that often we get to flash our credibility as roguish thieves. Captain, this is Jaway. They don't like pirates. Oh, so they have a problem with pirates now. Well, I'll give them a reason to have a problem with pirates. Now, they have a reason for a problem with pirates. Oh, since when do you know so much about Zhao Wei, huh? Oh, getting all knowledgeable. My second mate, first mate, whichever mate you are. I I don't have the ledgers on me. Don't look at me like that. You know I get confused with numbers. Captain, sometimes you leave me without words. Well, I'll just say that was... uh, Sorry, I started taking on your affect there a little bit. I hear it's called Madonna Syndrome. Oh, Madonna Syndrome. Interesting. But how's everyone feeling about their choice of tea? Aziza, did you even get tea? I don't remember. Because I don't look like tea. It looks like a small cup of mud. It might be soup, maybe. Oh, hmm. I mean, you could try it and tell us how it tastes. Oh, God. It's chunky. It's not bad, though. Any other descriptors you'd like to give us? Mmm, little oniony... Little okay. jasmine I'm not really sure. How viscous is it? What What? What does that mean? Th- thick. How thick is the liquid? Is it like a French onion soup where it's basically just a large clod you have to suck? Or is it something more like a... Um... Like the juices slugs leave behind. Mm, evocative. you got to stop doing that. I'm sorry. I'm addicted now. At least we know he enjoys it. Fair enough. This, uh, this black tea is pretty good, but... Uh... Awful quiet in here, huh? I mean, the waiter talks kind of loud. I just mean I've been trying to start a conversation with you all around the table and you've just been kind of quiet. Well, Captain, last I heard you didn't want to start any mutinies, and so I figured if I didn't have my snarky comebacks, maybe you'd feel safer. Quite frankly, you can't start a mutiny on the land. That's the rules. Captain, and you know that. You, you know those are the rules. Captain, you can start a mutiny anywhere. Don't test me. Don't. Try and tell me about the ocean rules. I might not have my ledger in front of me, and that'll make me confused about numbers, but I know the rule of the sea law, which is to say the sky law, which is to say the cloud law, like the back of my hand. Is that a new scar? Maybe. I whittle. You get cuts on your hands. What's that scar from? Look, if you're pointing to my hands, chances are it's a whittling scar. I'm just saying that's pretty deep for a whittling scar. Okay. Fine. You want to know the truth? You know that game that you play when you're drinking, where you take out a knife and you try not to stab your fingers? <laughs> oh, Captain, I told you not to play that game anymore. You say that like I stabbed my own hand. <laughs> no, no. It was the other guy. Were you playing with Aziza again? Because I have never seen him stab a soul. 
I've in st- that game. I was going to say, uh, I've stabbed plenty of people. Thank you very much. I know you are very good at stabbing. When you mean to. And when I don't. Oh, sure. So we're just all going to passive aggressively talk about how good people are at stabbing people when they mean to stab them. It's not passive aggressive. I'm not threatening to stab anybody. No, you're just needling my emotions. No, 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 no. I can't needle your emotions while talking about stabbing people. I'm stabbing your emotions while talking about stabbing people. Needling is a type of stabbing with a particularly fine point. Yeah, but we don't use particularly fine points. We're beat around the bush people. God damn it, Magenta. You know I didn't go to school. Captain, I didn't go to school either. You think we can afford that? Ashen, if you were any more quiet, I would swear you were a ghost. And I hate ghosts. Well, you know. I just don't want to, uh, upset the delicate balance you have here. I see that you and the the captain are illustrious. Captain have a a good rapport, and, uh, I don't want to vomit thinking about that soup. (laughs) That's fair. Oh, God. (laughs) 